Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. That is the dessert, the main course. 90 minutes, no mistake. The general, Tinashe Nengomashe, is in the house. He's here to talk Africa Fives. Uh, but of course, he's also here just to talk about football, and he's got some files. He's brought some files, Nyana, for us that we we're just talking about um, before we came on air, and he'll share some of those with us. Uh, Tinashe, thank you so much uh, for joining us. Thanks, Musa, and uh, good evening, South Africa. It's a uh, it's a blessing to be here once again. Yeah, thank you so much for coming. I mean, you are one of the most loved footballers that that ever played uh, in South Africa, and we'll we'll. we'll Bring out some of our own files that we have on you, which we'll play shortly. But uh, maybe maybe let's go back. Before we talk about the Africa Fives, I mean, it is um, a social league that's, that's trying to bring the continent together. We saw um, it launching with great success in 2017, the likes of Botswana, Zambia, South Africa, Zimbabwe, the SADC nations competing. And now we have uh, more nations added, such as the success we've seen uh, today. We just heard that the likes of Uganda and Ghana will now form part of it. But just so far as football on the continent is concerned and, and one who played for many years in the PSL, having made such a wonderful contribution to the PSL and Kaiser Chiefs in particular, how is football now in Zimbabwe? Difficult economic times, and I'm sure football is is not exempt because if there are issues with fuel and there are issues with food, I'm sure it's difficult to motivate people to play football. Yeah, it's uh, very difficult and uh, the league hasn't really started uh, in Zimbabwe. Uh, it's still pre-season, but hopefully uh, the new chairman for the association, you know, he has got uh, his uh, plan on how to handle, you know, the way in which he can go about in providing teams to travel uh, for games. Uh, you've got a team like uh, FC Platinum, mm-hmm. which probably will be coming to Harare in CAF and all of that. I hopefully hope, you know, that uh, he has the plan to make sure that all the games are, are fulfilled and, uh, you know, people enjoy the match because we we miss the game uh, at home we've been watching too much european and obviously the psl mm-hmm. so obviously we need to be watching what's what what teams are having what uh dynamos is having what uh platinum uh, fc platinum is having mm, and, yeah. and and that match you're talking about well their participation in the CAF champions league uh fc platinum we saw the wonderfully packed stadium when they played against orlando pirates so clearly there's still a wonderful appetite for, for football in Zim. Yeah, there is, especially you know, when you participate in the CAFA Champions League and uh, you you play such a quality like uh, Orlando Pirates, you find people, they tend to say that our game is much more better than the, the South African game. Mm, so mm. It's, it will be a pretty interesting match, you know, in which everybody wants to witness like who's uh, the top dog at the end of the day between the, the South African League and the Zimbabwean League. Ah, that's the rivalry we want and that's the rivalry we're talking about and that's the rivalry we'll get as well in the in the Castle Africa Fives. Speaking about the Orlando Pirates, just reflecting on the on the Soweto derby of, of the weekend, a one all draw. Um, maybe maybe just to, to because there is this um, perception nowadays that uh, the derby is, it hasn't got the, quite the spice that it, it once had, even though in 2018 in particular they were quite entertaining given that Pirates were able to put three past uh, Kaiser Chiefs on more than one occasion. What, what, what is the, the, the Soweto derby like as a player? sitting there the warm up what, what does it feel like do you, do you get nerv- nervous even when you are the general who's played how many derbies did you play by the way did you count them no but I played many <laughs> played yeah. yeah so were you still getting nervous 
yeah, I used to get nervous because uh, the material in which, uh, you know, both teams will be having. You find uh, there was a time when Paris had uh, uh, 12 Lakasi. You know, we were both coming from uh, the under-20 tournament, playing for, for, for the respective uh, big teams. It was in Pirates, and the, co the, the competition was high because the players which we were having in both teams were of, of high quality. You know, I think uh, they also, we all, uh, Tabo was still in his peak, Tabo Muki. Oh, yes, Tiki Tiki Yo. Tiki Tiki Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah. you find when he does his thing and then the Fufuzelas, uh, you know, start blowing, and then uh, another Orlando Pirates player like Tukutuku Makanya who, who do his shuffling and things. So you find it was a game of high tempo, high pressure. It, it was like uh, something out unbelievable out, out of this world. You find even at home you won't be able to talk to your family in a normal way because of the pressure. Mm -hmm. You find you can't even go to the mall, to the shopping mall because, you know, people are actually putting pressure on you to perform. Hence, you find that, you know, sometimes you wanted to stay indoors and really focus on the job which needed to be done. And uh, at the end of the day, that was the most important thing. Mm. Your best Soweto Derby experience as uh, Tinashe and Nengomashi? Uh, it was uh, the Telkom Cup, the final, uh, in which we destroyed uh, Orlando Pirates. And uh, we, it was in 2010. And uh, I think that was the last time in which the Amakwasa won the Won it. Ah, let me remember, 2010, 2010, uh, oh yes, so the net bank early on in the year was there was, there was a Vitz and uh, yeah. Amazulu, and then later on in the year, Chiefs won, uh, won, won the Telcom. Why was that one so special for you? We outplayed them. They couldn't do anything. We outplayed them on midfield, we outplayed them in defense, tactically, you know, uh, physically, we were all over them from the first whistle to the to the last whistle. So mm -hmm. I think that's a game. It wasn't a game of two halves. It was a game where we controlled everything from from uh, the first whistle. And also one thing which we did was in at the hotel, uh, Vladimir Vemasovic was still the coach. We had uh, a relaxed atmosphere in which he said, look, guys, I know this guy, this game is, uh, is a very, very important game for most of you, but uh, we need to sit down. Anybody can choose whatever they want. If you're drinking whiskey, you can have a glass of whiskey. Jeez, you, I'm telling you. Is this before or after the game? Before the ah. game. <laughs> you reminded me of, of Mark Williams who says the night before ah. AFCON finally went, he came to Rosebank to drink some beer. Ah. <laughs> and all of them, Shaba and yeah, yeah, you know, they were pouring out their castle lights and, uh, you know, it was fun and we actually relaxed and we managed to, to do what he demanded us to do on the field. So... Yeah, I've got strong memories about uh, that game. It's Kai FM 95.9, home of the Afropolitan. We're talking to a legend of the game, Ingakara. We're talking to the general, Tinashe Nengomashe. As someone already tweeting us saying, the general Washington uh, here, Amash, at Mash says he was a teammate to my homeboy, Jabulani Mendu. I'm a Pirates fan, but Tinashe was my favorite footballer back then. So... Speaking of Pirates fans, how did you see the, the derby uh, this past weekend? Pretty exciting game, uh, in which uh, probably Chiefs could have won it. But, you know, in Pirates have uh, such quality like uh, Lodge. You know, anything can happen at any time. Mm. Well, why do you rate the man so highly? I, I understand you, you, you knew about him long before we knew about him. Yeah, when I was going through my uh, stages of retirement, I moved to, to Cape Town All-Stars. Uh, Elasto was like uh, the CEO of that team, so 
he said he needed a figure in which can you know impose more authority especially it was a young team yeah i think that was 2016 eh? yeah so it was a project in which i was really keen and interested in seeing happening and then uh when i got there that uh a lodge so the first day of training you know it was his movement his agility his pace and everything uh, it made me think that no you know what people did uh, and i asked him like uh, okay what's happening with you and then he said no he's on loan from from pirates and uh, i think uh coach tinkler eric was the coach at that time then i said when i see you play you remind me of uh kama when you was still raw Piliat, uh, eh? Piliat, yeah. and we know what happened with Piliat when you tried to bring him to chiefs uh, yeah, the yeah, first yeah, time yeah. <laughs> so and then uh, you know i'm i made quite uh good friends in sa uh love momo he's working for 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 kickoff for kickoff i gave him a call i said you know what love you because he's also a, a backer you know your team is struggling right now with they don't have wingers but i don't know why coach eric had to loan this player here because everybody in paris right now they don't have what he has he thought i was joking <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> and he started laughing. He said, uh, no, you're not, you're not serious. Lord, she's still young. I said, no, wait and see. And then recently after the dub, I called him. And then I said, you remember my words when I told you about Lodge? Then he said, yeah. I said, no, you haven't seen more. Because right now, probably, you know, he's playing under instruction. But there, he was like the main man. So he was allowed to do whatever mm-hmm. ne- needed to be done. He would carry the team, you know, like... Uh, like what uh, Lionel does and all these uh, Kylian Mbappes, you know. So he's someone who I hopefully hope that he can, you know, follow his dream. You understand, listen to, to, to his coaches and improve every day. And probably, you know, but you were talking about the World Cup and Bafana. You will have to be there. Yeah, he's relatively young. He can also come in and assist the nation in, you know, qualifying for, for, for the World Cup once again. It's almost 20 past eight on Kai FM 95.9. You're tuned into the home straight. That's the voice of Tinashe Nengomashe. He's a man who clearly has an eye for talent because there are several players who's, uh, who are enjoying them in the PSL and he's had a hand in bringing them to the PSL. But that eye for talent now used in a different guise as he goes in the Castle Africa Fives. We'll talk to him about that project and how it, uh, how it transpired last year and how that will influence... Uh, what we plan to see this year. 86 00959 is the line if you'd like to talk to the general. When we come back, we'll hear from him about uh, the Castle Africa Fives and we continue going down memory lane. I am worldly. 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 Higher FM. 95.9. The home straight. The home straight. Higher FM. 95.9. I think I contributed as much as I can. I tried uh, to bring in new players from home. Look at uh, uh, Katsande now. I, we had to, to fight for him to to be, you know, to, to be a Chiefs. Knowledge Msona is now in German, in uh, Belgium. Yeah, we had to fly Bobby and them to come in and watch, and watch them. And also, I still talk to, to some of, uh, of the youngsters, you know, players like like karma you know when we meet we we do talk we do try to rectify we know when he's when he has played the game where he's making the mistakes and here we've got you've got parts on as well you know there are plenty of zimbabwean uh, boys who are coming in 
in the in the league and uh, they need guidance and the mo- the most important people to guide them is us who have been oh katsande the thing with katsande i think he was a tremendous player because when he was playing for ajax he wasn't playing regular now in football if you don't play regular you understand you end up losing your your confidence but in the national team you are playing regularly and you are scoring so that time i knew that i didn't know you know coaches and people have got their own perspective when it comes to players i can't judge any coach on that but to, to me in the national team i think he deserved to to be playing because what the type of of a game which was putting on in the national team it was high quality and then it was surprising that in Ajax he wasn't playing. Even when Popste uh, came to, to see him, we were playing in Zambia, in the national team. And he was doing ex- extremely well. That's why they ended up uh, taking him. So I think, you know, players and people, when it comes to, to coaches and people, when it comes to players, they've got their own perspective. But at the end of the day, you have got, you know, your A grade. I have my A grade. We see different things in... In in, 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 in in people, in players. The home straight. The home straight. Kaya FM 95.9. A discussion with uh, Tinasha Ningomasha back in 2016 alongside the field at uh, Amatax. I was accompanied on that occasion by Katle uh, Khomudiba and Velile Mbuli, Mnyandu. And we were asking uh, Tinasha about his future. Is he planning to retire? And uh, just some of the players that he has had an influence on uh, their career, some of the players that are much loved in South Africa now, the one there, the two being ma- mentioned quite prominently, Kama Biliat and uh, Willard Katsande. And I just want to talk about this eye for talent because that's what you will need in the, in the, in the Castle Africa Fives. Why do you think that you are able to, to spot talent? Because it's not every footballer who, when they stop playing, can, can either be a coach or can have that eye to say, oh, this one will be, will be a good player. Uh, first and foremost, uh, I think the most important thing when you want to have that eye is uh, there are certain things which you need to look at, like uh, the player's first touch in general can tell you a lot about a player. Mm-hmm. You understand? The tactical aspect, that one is coached. The coach has to coach the tactical aspect, but the, the tactical aspect, but the technique in general, you know, that, that's the most important thing. The way the player uh, conducts himself when he's with the ball, the way his vision, you understand his understanding of the of his surroundings and all of that. Mm-hmm. So that's what I normally really look at. And uh, obviously, obviously, his enthusiasm, like he's willing to work, he's willing to to try again if he fails to let's say beat a player. Some players, you know, they are not strong mentally. Mm-hmm. When they fail to dribble past a player, then they change their play. Which I always say, don't change your play if it's a one-on-one. Keep on trying because. You find a way. You have to find a way to, to get past him. Is this what you're what you're looking for when you, um, in 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 the in the Castle Africa Fives? It, because I mean, it's a social it's a social league, but it's uh, there's a lot at stake because there are trips overseas. There's national pride. Just tell us a little bit about um, last year's uh, tournament and and what you're looking for in a player. Uh, last year, I think uh, we. 
got uh, to learn a lot because if you look at the SA team, they, their team was, has been together for quite a number of years. They're also playing in the FIFA side. And then you look at uh, other teams where to, they had to come up with a team in which uh, was supposed to be, to be participating. Mm-hmm. So this time around also the competition has gone a notch higher because uh, you've got the Black Stars and we know Ghana, you know, they are like the powerhouse mm-hmm. uh, you know, of African football. So right now in Zimbabwe, I think the way to go is to, to really try and uh, go all out in terms of region. You know, the competition must also be allocated uh, to other regions where, you know, there's something which we don't know about. We're talking about the outskirts of Arari, Bulawai, or Mutari, and all, all of that, so that also they know about the competition. I think that's the only way in which we can come up with a, with a proper team which can compete even if it's on a social uh, level, you know, last year the competition was high, everybody wanted to win. Mm-hmm. People, players ended up even uh, breaking, you know, each other because everybody knew the stakes were higher. And also you've got uh, Samuel Eto'o and who doesn't want to spend time with uh, with one of the greatest in Africa. Mm-hmm. So we'll go out, all out this time around to make sure that, uh, you know, we can also compete with uh, the other big guns which have come in Ghana and uh, Nigeria and Uganda. Let's talk a little bit about um, the small-sided game before we take a call from uh, Selby in Orange Farm. This is a small-sided game. It's a -a five-a-side league. Um, And we've seen the growth in in five-a-side football, uh, be it especially social uh, five-a-side football here, um, especially in South Africa. I mean, I think of um, a place like uh, the Discovery Soccer Park just down the road here, which didn't exist 10 years ago, but uh, is always packed every night because just like this man who loves you here on Twitter, um, MASH10 says, Ah, my hero, I was nicknamed Nengomasha Ekasi. (laughs) <laughs> Hence the e-mash on my Twitter username. So there, there are lots of us who've grown up playing football. We never played professional football, but we still have the love for this game. Yeah. And we'd like to get involved in things like the Castle Africa Fives. But what I'm trying to get at is the five-a-side game. Is it transferable? How is it transferable? What can you learn that will teach you going into professional football and uh, we look at players like Ronaldinho the Brazilian is very successful in using five aside as a, a, a as a developmental ground to train uh, players before they reach the the senior level how important is is five aside football in your mind during training you know at professional clubs they actually play uh, five aside uh, uh, games there because uh, it makes you get away of uh, certain situations within uh, the eleven aside game. Uh, other coaches they call it rando. It's a it's a five aside game, you know, where obviously they'll be having competition rules within the, within the structure. So it develops your awareness, and also a coach can actually see where you are lacking technically because the ball is always around the players because of the meters. It's a small pitch, mm-hmm. you understand, and even your endurance it can increase because uh, of the meters running up and down to defend, to attack. So it's a very good exercise, you know, to develop a player or a team in terms of, you know, tactical awareness, defending, and also knowing their surroundings, you understand. So, yeah, it's something which is always done within, you know, uh, professional clubs. But now it's only that, you know, people manage to notice that, okay, they call it futsal now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you find, yeah, it's a very good game, you know, to, in, 
to to entertain yourselves if you feel like you don't want to play 11 uh, aside you can go for a five aside which is uh, something better because the chances of you know showing your skill are more higher because you are now playing you know on a on, uh, on a smaller pitch mm. so is this what you're looking for when you look for your players that are going to represent uh, zimbabwe uh this player with endurance this is a player with a good first touch uh, this player that's aware of his surroundings, meaning that I know that when I'm about to receive the ball, where am I? Who's next to me? Is that what you're looking for exactly. for your Africa Five team? Exactly, that's the most important thing which I'll be actually looking for for my for my five five side uh, team in, in Zip. So, how far are you going to get, and how far did you get last year? Last year, I lost in the I well, I, came, I came third run up. We lost to I think it was uh, Zambia in the quarters, and then Tukatongo. Yeah, Tukatongo. Katongo, uh-huh. yeah, and also you know they were the favourites. Home, home, home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now you're coming with excuses. <laughs> yeah, you have to. You know. <laughs> Everybody comes with the excuses in football. You got to see when uh, Chelsea lost yesterday. Their coach didn't even prepare. So you'll be listening to Tidasha Negobashe here at the home straight, and you'll be thinking, how can I get involved in this? Uh, I'd also like to play, and uh, the leading the South African team is Matthew Booth. Let me just tell you that. Uh, uh, this year's edition, there's to the six countries, there are more countries that have been added. You heard him mention the Black Stars of Ghana, Nigeria, and Uganda also involved. Matthew Booth leads South Africa, and there's also a women's football team uh, which will be led by uh, Amanda Damini, of course, the former Banyana Banyana captain, having played at the at the Olympic Games. And uh, we'll let you know how you can get involved. It's simple. Go to Africa Fives, and that's five, the number. Africa Five com and you can find out all the information you want to know there what's up for grabs if you get selected and end up playing well you could walk away with an all expensive paid trip to watch a league unmatch and that's hosted by none other than uh, Samuel Eto and of course you go with your legend so for you here if you are in South Africa well you're going to play with Booth and uh, he will get you ready for this one. KFM 95.9, you're listening to The Home Straight. 86 is the number to dial if you want to talk to uh, Tinasha Nengomasha. Otherwise, you can tweet us. My Twitter handle is at Musi Whitehead, at Musi Whitehead. And uh, you can also use uh, the hashtag The Home Straight. Just like Avela Clive Lushosi is doing, who says... Um, my Soweto Derby, my best Soweto Derby was back in 1992 when Kaiser Chiefs came back from 2-0 down to win 3-2. That was the Castle Challenge and it was uh, on uh, Tsepo Ntswane's debut derby. He's got a good experience with that one. Uh, Nicolas Mzobe says, the general himself, he asks, uh, where is Thomas Rambo Sue Sue? Uh, Thomas right now is... Uh Working with a uh, uh, football footballers union uh, in Zimbabwe, mm-hmm. yeah, he's uh, he's doing well there. You know, he's uh, the one handling uh, the contracts uh, of players who don't get to get their money and uh, oh, all nice. of that. Yeah, yeah. So he's there, and uh, he was placed with a uh, with a second child, uh, a baby boy. So. Yeah, he's doing well. Then God is taking care of you. Ah, congratulations. Lovely to hear that he's doing well. Um, about your former teammates, um, of course, there's always the question about uh, Jimmy Jambo. I remember seeing him recently. He's playing some five-a-side as we talk about the Ca- Castle Africa Fives. We, but he said uh, no grudges after that terrible accident which ended, ended up with him breaking his leg. Do you guys still communicate? 
yeah, we do a lot. You know, it's not something which uh, I really wanted to happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, even up to now, you know, sometimes, you know, when we when I play, I tend also to take it now a little bit easy, you know, on the opponents. And uh, I'm happy that, you know, he's back playing. And um, God will bless him, you know, even after the, the incident, we're still friends. Uh, I helped him to get his contract in, in Chiefs. You know, so yeah, he's still my young boy. Mm-hmm. Still talk, yeah. Yeah, uh, maybe your approach to the game. We, you were always known as a a no nonsense uh, kind of uh, a player, and um, after all the years of service you gave to Kaiser Chiefs, what kept you going? Um, kept you going and uh, going in a no holds barred manner that you kept on giving. That's why they call you ninety in ninety minutes, no mistake. Because you kept on running and going in hard for those tackles, there was never a time when you thought that uh, Tinashe Nengo Masha wasn't giving his hundred percent. Why? My background, where I was coming from, I was hungry. <laughs> but but yeah. you okay? But you were hungry in the beginning. But yeah. we've seen players be hungry in the beginning. They are not hungry ten years later. You were still hungry ten years later. Yeah, because where you coming from? You know, like the situation back home. You've got people who needs. To be taken care of you've got a mother with a father who's not working so you're actually the breadwinner and uh, the siblings are still young and they need to go to school and that is the only way in which you can take out you know poverty from them so even me growing up you know i wanted to start my own family to have my own kids so you find that i was working for two families so at the end of the day that hunger and the passion you know when i first came to chiefs it was a uh, people were talking and saying uh, 12 years Chiefs and won the league. They managed to put up together one of the best teams which I played for. And then we won it on my second season in which I became players, player, player of the year. So from there, it was game on. You understand, players were being brought in other teams. You know, papers would be writing about the Tsovila Kazis and uh, all of these midfielders who have done tremendous well, tremendously well for, for their careers. But that also pushed me to keep on fighting for for chiefs to you know show uh the whole southern region that uh obviously you know yes there are new faces in your teams but still that hunger to dominate the game you understand was uh was always there you understand and also the coaches who who came you know in my career there were coaches who who were demanding you look at even Ernst Middendorp right now is a demanding coach you know his German background you look at Etrogom Shin from uh, Turkey all of those were demanding coaches who who wanted us to to fight who wanted us to unite as a team to be a family mm-hmm. and that really helped uh, some of us you understand because what we were learning here we came here when we were young at uh, uh, 18 19 years we managed to even take it back to to our respective na- national teams and it really helped our, our our course and our journey to be to be where we are right now so are you disappointed then tinashe with the way things ended at amakosi no i'm not disappointed at all i know one way or the other we'll meet again somewhere that's one thing which i know yeah it's life at the end of the day uh we had to choose between the the two uh, roads and then I, they chose to go the other way, I chose to go the other way. But you know, in life, they always say, if you did well together, there'll come a time when they'll need you to come and do well again together for, for them. And uh, hopefully it will come again whereby they'll need my, 
my assistance to do well, to do good, to win things. Yeah. It's Kavem 95.9. That is the wisdom being offered by Tinashe Nengo Mashe. Uh, many a player can learn from many, many, well, just many people in general because it's not only about football, it's about life's philosophy. And it's just uh, going for 25 to 9 here on Kai FM 95.9. You can give us a call on 086 if you'd like to chat to him. Uh, we'll hear from Selby in a moment. But also you can tweet us, uh, which is uh, at Kai FM Sport or at Musi Whitehead is where I am. And we've got uh, several people tweeting us here. Uh, one who asks, uh, welcome. He says, welcome, General. What I want to know is what you think of Nchangase uh, Masasela and the partnership along with uh, Biliat and Castro and Zuma. I guess, in a general way, what do you think of this current Kaiser Chiefs, especially because you worked with uh, Ernst Middendorf before? I think they've got a good coach who can bring the best out of those uh, players which has just mentioned. But now it depends also with the work which they are putting in in the training sessions, you know, because at the end of the day, players now, they are going the scientific way. You know, players now mm. are working more hard in terms of speed enduring, speed training, you understand? So now even them, they have to do research for themselves to see... And read, how, eh? Yeah, how they can help the coach to for them to, to reach a peak performance because without that, it's going to be hard. Yeah, exactly. Because, I mean, a, a lot of people are asking, what is that bra that Lodz was wearing? Uh, when you went to celebrate the goal in the Soweto yeah. Derby. Well, it's not yeah. a bra. It's a, it's a tracking device to see how many kilometers you run, your heart rate and all of that. So it's how scientific football has become at the moment. Now tell us then, because it's scientific, we've spoken about Tinashe Nengomash's eye for talent, but in this Castle Africa Fives, do you actually coach the players as, as, as the legend? Yeah, I, I do lend a, a, a hand. And also another important thing which I failed to, which I think I had forgotten is we need to also, you know, give uh, Castle, you know, respect, Africa Five Scores. They've also managed to come up with a good initiative to to help the girl power. You yeah. Know, women now are being informed, involved with, with Amanda, which is something which is important because whenever we do these things, sometimes we tend to forget get the other uh, the other agenda mm -hmm. but now you can see that they came up with uh, you know empowering women women are going to also be involved they're going to be playing you understand in their own uh, in this tournament you understand against each other so i really like uh, you know what's happening and the involvement which and the evolving which they are having towards uh, this tournament yeah um, uh, and and yeah so do you actually coach them because as you say amanda amanda lamini will be leading the ladies but just from your experience last year do you coach do you coach these uh these guys who participate and do we have a lot of talent in the sadak region um with what you've seen through the castle africa fives because it's always the case that whenever there's an africa cup of nations whenever there's a world cup it's the west africans and the north africans that dominate and maybe um zambia maybe uh, south africa maybe zimbabwe but in general it's the west african dominance through this what do you see is there talent here where where, where are we missing things I think there's plenty of talent in the southern region. But I think the idea now is what kind of uh, development do you, wanna, do you want to put through in our academies? Uh -huh. So you were talking about reading recently. Let's say probably I want my team to play like Germany, you know, the strength of Germany. So what, what needs to be done is to learn how the German 
the Germans approach their their game, mm -hmm. and then you want them to have maybe the the flamboyance of the Spanish. So sometimes it's about borrowing one idea from the Brazilians. You mix it up with the Spanish way of things, and then you come up with your own training uh, routines in the in the academy. Because one thing which fails us is we don't have enough in Europe. These these play these mm -hmm. countries have got enough. In You're Europe. talking about from the static countries. Yeah, yeah, we don't have enough. So I, I think it's high time. You know, in our academies, we make players who can play at club level, and then at a young age, move straight into Europe to play in the big leagues like the 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 Spanish league and also the Premier League. I think by doing that, then. We will dominate, you know, Africa, South Africa, South, uh, South country, countries can dominate more, you know, in Africa. Because yeah. right now what, what we like is simply that in South Africa right now probably we've got uh, Dolly and uh, Lebo, you know, yeah, and, probably, and Pesitao, and Pesitao. Yeah. in Zim we've got only one, you understand, and then you go to Botswana, probably there's no one. So it's been happening for many years, but no one is coming up, you know, with the right fundamental to say okay we need to try and take this route for us to develop well you have experience maybe let's interrogate that a little bit you have experience in the form of knowledge msona he's of course playing in europe he, after playing for kaiser chiefs he then moved what was it how come why was he able to do it mark Duvlad from switzerland ayasa academy you understand all those boys when they are when they are young they get to travel to switzerland to play some are even brought to stay there in Switzerland for training sessions, and then they come back. So that's, that's his program. So you find all of them, karma, knowledge, all of them, they used to travel to Switzerland at a young age to gain that experience, the training sessions and everything. So it was much more easier for them to move to Europe because technically they were developed, you know, in, their, in the highest uh, order. So age... We need to start at a young age. We need to start at a young age to see what training programs we can put through our youngsters so that they can make it to, to Europe. Because some of them, we say they is an unfinished product. Why is he an unfinished product? So it means us coach at the academies are mm. the ones who are not finishing the product. Why are we not finishing the product? Why are we unable to finish the product? Because of the knowledge. We need to have the right knowledge to know what the team wants. Let's say at Chiefs, they've got a German coach right now like a, like Ernest. So which means probably Ernest like a particular type of winger. What are we supposed to be doing with the academy? We're supposed to be training and coaching these players the way the senior coach wants things to be done so that when he gets there, he settles in more easily. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And this is the continuity that is spoken about in SAFA's Vision 2022. That whatever they are playing there at the under-20s, they must play in Bafana Bafana. But they're playing the under-70s, they must play in the under-20s. And the question is, are we doing that? Are we doing that? Excellent insight here from Tinashe Nengomasha. It's KFM 95.9. Thank you so much for tuning in as we uh, learn so much from this man. Uh, his wonderful years of experience and now involved in a different initiative in the Castle Africa Fives. Before we wrap things up, and, and, you know, it makes me so happy to see people such as yourself, uh, Tinashe Nengomasha, um, being involved as an ambassador with Castle or whatever, you know, because there are too many stories of, uh, of ex-footballers falling on hard times after their careers are over. How have you been able to do it? It hasn't always been easy. 
I mean, we we played a little bit of that interview from 2016 when you said you were still not ready to retire, looking for a club, but it was difficult. Mm. But how have you able been able to stay uh, relevant and stay uh, and we not hear stories of that uh, Tinashe Nengomasha has fallen on hard times? Is there some advice that you can give to current professionals about a? Um, I don't know whether it's about money or whether it's about uh, being s- just savvy about your career and be to be the kind of person that a big brand like Castle Lager will want to associate with. Yeah, uh, I think the most important thing right now is uh, you as a footballer, you must have a uh, respect for yourself, respect even the janitor because you don't know what will happen in the near future. If you have that, you understand and the discipline you understand you mustn't go around you know being naughty and uh like i always say sometimes the difficult thing is we don't take care of our bodies it's not nice to have uh, a child here and another child there you find at the end of the day those are some of the things which you need to be taking care of if you have uh, a good family which you can raise on your own you find even whatever you'll be working with it's easily affordable because you have got one family which is which is together and also the investments at times uh, policies you can go to uh, like with me you know I was lucky because chiefs would give us lessons on policies to open where people would come and teach us all of those things tell us more about that because many people have said are blaming the clubs they say the clubs don't want to open the doors for whether it's the players union whether it's the um, uh, financial advisors to come and speak to the players during your time at Kaiser Chiefs as Tinashe Nengomasha, when they were offering those uh, uh, those opportunities, was it a voluntary basis, or would they say every player has to go? And what was the 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 take up like? Did all the players go, or did some say, "Ah, yeah, yeah, I can in"? Just there was a time when it is a cyber center where you were taught how to to do computers. That's why I me, mean, I was young at that time. That's why I managed to get some of the skills to to use a computer. And each and every season, there will be people who would come and give us advice from banks and uh, also to tell us about policies which can be open retirement, annuities, all of that. So I think probably other clubs are not doing it. I don't know. I've never been there. But uh, with Chiefs, uh, you know, and I must say, they've got a Abdullah Mahed was busy with that, you know, with us. So, yeah, that's how it is. And also, you don't need to be sitting down after retirement. There are many things which you can explore in. You know, right now I'm based in Zimbabwe and uh, I'm in contact with uh, Coach Siema. You understand? I'm in contact with other coaches. uh, You know, probably they need a player, you know, in Zim. And then I can try to see what they are looking for and then make a move. So you get something obviously to to look after your yourself on the side, and also now we are busy with Harare City, the academy. They want to set up a good academy in the country, something which has not been done in the country for for a long time. So all of these those things, you know, sometimes you know it's human to fall on hard times, but you mustn't fall forever. You believe in yourself again that look somewhere somehow I can come out of this dark hole. And then I'll be able to to walk again, and uh, that's I think that will be the knowledge which I can part with. Uh, you know, most guys who 
we have given up don't give up hope there's always hope yeah there is always hope wonderful words of wisdom ah man we could talk here for hours and hours about this man with this man uh, who uh is essentially a scholar of the game and you can hear the way he speaks um that he is a man who prides himself on knowing what he's talking about and also on being a servant of the game don't forget that uh, he is now part of the castle lager fives the africa fives it's social football league it's vibrant it's continental showpiece and they they bring it all together um, it's uh, Matthew Booth for South Africa. We've got Ivo Mapunda, Tanzania, which is where the finals will be in Dar es Salaam. Tinashe himself for Zimbabwe. Christopher Katongo for Zambia. Cesar Lamini, Swaziland, and Amanda Lamini does the women's football. It's all under the umbrella of uh, Samuel Etu. And uh, you can simply go to uh, africafives.com. Let me tell you something. When I went to watch there, these guys are good. Who play this this is not just a uh, musibudi thinks he's a good five-a-side player must know your story i think they, they would be what you call maybe sub semi-professional some of them have played some good football back in the day so they will then compete um and then there will be a champion that's crowned and with samuel eto that uh, champion team will go and watch a league on match you can go to africafives.com to be part of it or you can simply uh, buy a castle lager six-pack and then follow the instructions there. It is a, a wonderful initiative and it's bringing SADAC together. And we must definitely go out to Zimbabwe and uh, see the work that you're doing with uh, the academy and, and the youngsters there. Yeah, yeah. It's my my dream, you know, to also make our own Messi's and also our own Ronaldo's. And I think it's it's possible. But all we need is to, to work the same way in which we worked when we were playing. You understand? To make sure this players, the youngsters, they are taught at an early age about nutrition, about training, the training methods and all of them and all of that stuff so that when they grow, it grows in their DNA. Because mm-hmm. sometimes we find these youngsters, we don't tend to teach them about nutrition and all of that. We teach them when they're professionals exactly. already. It's and late. it's too late. Yeah. This youngster he doesn't know that, uh, you know, cubs are not good at for you at night they are not working he doesn't know you need proper protein for we, you. because we grew up eating pub <laughs> now you're telling me i mustn't eat pub eh? yeah but at the end of the day it's important to teach these youngsters when they are when they are still young you know that's how we can only you know break into the market you know in europe which is something which i i really want to see it happening within within south africa within south africa within zimbabwe within within zambia because it's a high time in which we really, you know, lay our foundation and uh, we see, we have a direction with our players to see, okay, we've got five, six from the Southern region playing in the Champions League, like what Coach Benny did, like what, uh, you know, here in the Southern region. Yeah, all of them, Darren Buckley, uh, yeah, Quentin Fortune and yes. others who played in the, in the, at the greatest stage in club football. Tinashe yeah. Nengomasha, thank you so much for talking to us. Uh, it's been such a pleasure to have you here. Unfortunately, we didn't have time to get to all the calls here on 0860 the likes of Salby. But thank you for your interaction on Twitter. And uh, the, con- the, 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 the questions continue. And, um, oh, uh, last one, before we say goodbye, uh, we understand that Tinashe, someone's uh, Tate Bells, says um you're a big uh, oliver mtukuzi fan so uh, uh condolences to you as well on on the loss were you close to the man did you know him he was, he was my father-in-law oh man condolences uh thank you yeah so there we go uh a man uh a man for all seasons
90 minutes, no mistake. The general, thank you so much for talking to us on KFM. Thank you so much, Moss. It's been a pleasure, and uh, God bless South Africa. I hope to be here one more time or forever. Cheers. Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.